Okay. Good evening. <laughs> Stick to English. Tov. Tov. Yes. All good. Um, so you know. So basically, I mean, you're just coming tonight. We're gonna uh, actually finish up tonight's Emuna, and um, next week we're gonna actually start about Simcha, about happiness. Um, the past the past few weeks, obviously, we focused on different aspects of Amuna Bahashem, Amuna in Mashiach, Amuna in Tchias Hamesim, Amuna uh, in Olam Haba. And last week, we really talked about having Amuna in Tchias Hamesim, how that really affects how you live in this world. And when you, when you, I'm going to do Bivrit Meshavangalit, okay? Um, so when you have Amuna in Tchias Hamesim, Tchias Hamesim, so basically, you live differently. Every decision you make is going to be different. That's what we discussed last week. So now, he's going to actually have a sikum for the past, I think we've had 11 classes on Amunah. Amuna. This is going to be class 11 on all of these classes. It just says as follows. Amunah, having faith, again, faith in Hashem, faith in Torah, faith in the Chachamim, faith in the world to come, uh, and Bitachon, which we discussed, is Inyan Rachav, Every aspect of Amuna, when you're working on Amuna and Sfila, remember we talked about how we say brachot, brachas. When you're working on Amuna and Tchias you have a decision to make in life. How are you going to do What are you going to do? And how are you going to go ahead and do it? Every aspect, every nakuda of Amuna takes a different amount of chachma because, for example, certain people have Amuna in one area. They believe so so strong in one area, and that same person is very weak in another area. Why is that? Because in one area, their amunah is chazak, it's strong mode, uh, it's strong, and another, another level, their amunah is very weak. And so it doesn't mean just because a person is very strong in one area, and they have amunah, that they have amunah in another area. In another area, their amunah could be very, very, very weak. Um, and Therefore, when we're talking about having a munah, every aspect has to be worked on differently. There's, it's, not, it's not just, and, and, and people are complex, and people are different. And some things people, they have a very natural, they have almost a gisha, a, a, a feel for, and other things, a munah is very weak, and it needs a different tact to be, to be successful. Um, and we discussed, he says, over the past few weeks, all of the details of and we and we try to teach ourselves how to inculcate it, how to incorporate it in, 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 in our lives. So now that we're finishing all of the Munah, uh, don't think that everything of the Munah is separate. Uh, you know, I have a Muna in Olam Haba, I have a Muna in the Rabbis, I have a Muna in the Torah, I have a Muna in Tchias Amesim. There are just lots of different aspects of Muna because it's true, as I just said, you could have a people, I'm going to give you an example. Um, so, uh, you know, you can have a person come here on Yom Kippur, you know, an Israeli guy I know, came here Yom Kippur, such a davening, like, unbelievable. And he has a Muna Bashem. You watch him on Yom Kippur, he screams his head off. That same Israeli is now married to a guy. How in the world does that happen? How did, it's not just Yetzirah. 
there's, it's, there's an amuna in Hashem, and there's another level that is not amuna. So you think to yourself, they're all separate, right? Some people have very strong amuna in Rabbanim, and then you ask them about amuna in prayer, they don't connect uh, to, to, uh, to, to tefillah at all. They can go kiss a Rechacham Avadios' hand or a Moshe Feinstein's hand, but when it comes to tefillah, they don't daven. They don't pray. Why don't they pray? This person, you watch them, they go to a tzaddik, to the Babasali, they go to the Belzareba, they go and they, and they and, you know, what's the difference? If you believe, daven Tashem. Because they're, they, they have, their amun is that's weak. So we could think, they're just separate, they're different things. And the truth is, as mentioned, a person needs a different tact for all of them. However, you need to know that it's not just separate things. A little bit here, a little bit there. Chut echad nimshach bechol There's one chut, there's one strand that goes through all of uh, uh, all of Amuna. Yeshlanu um, boyre. This is this is here's the key. You know what it is? Yeshlanu boyre chayvekam. There's a kaddish barchol. Even you live in a in a velt. You know what a velt is? Olam. Now you know. You see a tattoo. You teach you Yiddish. <laughs> she was, Tamara is from Persia. She, I was always picking her. Now I'm gonna expand my horizons. Uh, um, so you live in, a, in, in an olam, in a, in a world, in a world of Hashem. It's, it's when you live in a world where you, where you live with a recognition, with a yidia. You want to know what all amuna is? Who gave us the Torah? The Torah and the Torah of life, not just chayim in this world, eternal life. And a person who connects to Chachmei Torah, a person who you know connects to Chachmei Torah, that person is connecting to the eternal world. Because we discussed, you know, somebody my, somebody asked me today. I got a Shaila today. Somebody called me up. They're in Las Vegas. They're a Shaila for me. Then they asked me, "Ever living? Would you ever go to Las Vegas?" I said one word: never, <laughs> ever. Ever. Now, I, I'm not if I had a chasana somewhere far away in the outskirts of Las Vegas, I would go to the chasana. But would I ever choose to go to Las Vegas? Never. I'm not, I'm not so holy yet. But I think to choose to go to a place where there's preachers everywhere, where the whole thing is tumah, where everything about it is all about oilam hazeh and the worst parts of oilam hazeh, why would I choose that? So when you live with the recognition of oilam habaz, I mentioned the past couple of weeks, you choose differently. You don't put yourself in a matzav, in a situation which could possibly damage your neshama, which could possibly damage your soul. So you live with the Torah schaim; it's it's a life. It, it, it impacts you. So all of the muna is connect is connected to that. And there's a kashbar who is constantly our king, who is and God gives life to to, to everyone. Umanegas hakol. He's, there's hashkacha, which means, you know, you, everything he sees, you know, uh, he's, there's a, there's, Hashem who watches over, based on our actions, everything we do, right, who we meet, what we do, right, how, how, uh, you know, how we meet, actually, I'm going to pick on Shani, right, so she, Shani, she, she's a kala, 
right? And, and I'm teaching her, her, her chatan, Yanir. So she had a positive impact on him, and Yanir became much more observant of Torah mitzvot because of her. So if Yanir not met her, his whole life would have been different. But it's not just her. Somebody a hundred years ago, Yanir's ancestors was praying that his children should be religious, that she keep Torah mitzvahs, right? So you believe that you meet somebody, you, inca- you encounter somebody, and you know what? Life is, I'm going to repeat all this, because this is, he's just throwing out the Yigim Omidus at us, and everything we do is faith. It's going to be judged, right? So imagine the following thing. You live in a world with an Amuna that you're going to be judged. <laughs> that what you do makes a difference. So you, you, this guy who comes to the Beit Knesset on Yom Kippur, and he prays his head off, so he believes in Hashem. Why in the world is he now married to a Mexican? Well, it's, you can say it's Yitzhak Sahara. It is. But it's also, he doesn't, believe, he doesn't feel the Schar Onish. If, if you live with Schar Onish, right? Would a guy, would, do, do you see anyone who has a job, who cares about a job? If he's going to lose his job, right? He'll, he'll, he'll act differently. Why will he act differently? He wants kids to keep his job. So, Whatever Amuna and Tzchar she has is very weak. Because if he really felt Tzchar V'onah, she'd say, I'm going to... And you imagine you have your only one job, right? <laughs> There's only one job. If you don't have this job, you're going to starve. So this guy's going to starve forever, by the way. Forever. How in the world did you do that? You know, this guy is sitting here at Yom Kippur. Yeah! Like this. How could you do that? Because he believes in Hashem. I know that he believes in Hashem. I watched him. He doesn't believe in Schar He doesn't believe that if you do this, you're going to be fired. You're, going to, you're fired. You're going to get lost from your job. So there's an Amuna there. So, Vuhu Yichyes Hamesim, Lavo, Baalamo, Chaim, Imo Makura Chaim, and God's going to bring your, your, your physically alive and spiritually alive at the end of time. This is very quick again. You know, with the, with, with the, the line of all of a service of Hashem, all, all Amunah, all Amunah, what, what is that? that? Hashem is a Boyrechai Vekam, there's a Kodesh Baruch Hu in the world. You live in a world. You know, somebody was telling me they wanted to learn Chovat Lavavat, Chovat Lavavat. said to me, you know, when you live with this, you look at your glasses, you see a different world. The whole life is different. So when you have this, this one paragraph, if you really have that, you li- everything you do is different. It's Andrish. Andrish is. Vasnit, why not? Andrish means completely different. Mishunah Lagamre. Kolachayim Mishunah Lagamre. I'm going to practice my Hebrew too, this is good. See, I need that bear, come on, Ashkenazi, Amerikai. I'm going to be in the Lubashat of Gamar, but Amati Baharat Sarbashanim. Yeshiva Tamir. Makir Yeshiva Tamir? Okay. You have to know in life, if you have this, there is, we, we live in a world of a Baruch coming in a, in, a, in a living. You live a world. Make a decision, right? You're living in a world. There's a God in the world. When you live with, not this, 
I believe you live of the Baruch Haim who gave us a Torah, right? So you believe that Hashem He gives us a Torah. The Torah and the Torah is life. You know what I'm telling you? I went to my doctor. I had, a, my, I had an exam on Thursday, and I took a blood test. Why well, take this blood test? Um, I wanted to make sure my iron was good because I had this one of my DNA tests that I have one variant for one thing, which my iron's I'm good. Thank God. I want to check diabetes, cholesterol. Let's say, God forbid, a person has pre-diabetes. What do you say? What happens if you don't? And what happens if you have diabetes? Lots of problems. You can get sick. You can die. You can rest your life. You can suffer. Right? When you live with Torah Chaim, it means everything is life. If you don't, if you don't keep Torah, you're damaging your body. Like, guess what? If I would have heard this doctor say anything to me, if I actually had a problem, I would fix it right away. I, I'm in the hospitals. I see sick people all the time. I don't want to be them. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do what I can in this world not to be them. But you know what? In physical world, I'm not. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. Our obligation is to do our part. Yes. I'm not understanding. Is Rebel the saying that Emuna does come in sections, or that it should be all encompassing? So, uh, it, it, so just he, what he's saying is this: every section needs its own strategy for certain different people, but really the, there's a, an all-encompassing hashkafa, just how you apply it to that section. For, and that's unique to the individual. Understand? So he's saying, if you encompass this, this is what you need to know. How you'll strengthen yourself may be different than somebody else, based on who you are, based on how you think, based on your own personal strengths in those areas. What's important to know is just like in general Torah and mitzvahs, some people, tzniyut um, is very hard, dressing modesty is very hard, some people is very easy, some people davening is very hard, some people is very easy, some people Shabbos is very hard, Shabbos is very easy. It, the same person, right, can, have, can believe in Hashem and have different struggles in different areas. But, so you need to deal with the different areas differently, but this is a general thing you need to know to be able to apply to every area. Clear? Yes, thank you. Okay. So, again, you need to know, uh, to, to know that the tourist life, like basically if you don't keep Torah, your health, you, if you smoke, if you smoke, you're going to damage your body 100%. Right? If, you, if you take uh, heroin and opioids, you're going to damage your body. If you eat fatty foods and sit on a couch all day, you're going to more than damage your body. Uh, right? You're going to damage your body. If you don't keep Torah mitzvahs, you need to know you're damaging your soul eternally. <laughs> Without tshuva. If you do tshuva, you fix it. But your damn Torah is life. If you, it's your mama should get yourself sick, right? That is what Torah schai means. and that a person who keeps Torah lives eternally, uh, and God is 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 constantly giving us life every second right now that you hear me and see me and and each other. It's because Hashem gives us life, and he and he watches over everything. He watches over us, and he judges us. There's schar There's reward and punishment. Right? I, 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 you know, I said this, I tell a story, I don't know if in this class, one of my classes, many years ago, uh, when I was in law school, I, you know, law, 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 so I went to law school. So when I was there, um, your husband's about to start. Um, so I was sitting next to a guy who I was studying with. I had a group of people. This was my original group I started studying with. And this kid, two of them were reform, reform, the weakest backgrounds you can imagine. And you're in the bear, you can imagine those weak backgrounds. The third guy, I picked him because he was the coolest kid. He, was, he had been the head of AEPI, 
his fraternity and his university. He was a good-looking, cool guy. He actually started a, a big business. So, and he you know, grew up like conservative and knew a little bit better. So I said to him one day, whatever his name was, I said, do you believe in God? So he said, yeah, I believe in God. And he did. And I, you know, I said, so let me ask you a question. What are you, it was Friday. I said, what are you doing tonight? So I said, you know, you know he's going to party, whatever he's going to do. So I said, if you believe in God, do you think that this, this is what God wants from you? I was like a little bit of a spiritual terrorist. <laughs> but he could handle it. And I, we were friends. So do you, do you, you told me you have a moon on Hashem, right? You, you believe in God. Do you think this is what God wants from you? And so, you know, he, did, he didn't answer me. He, he had no terrors. He, he didn't answer. He, you know what that means? I'm telling you what us means, but it's not just him. How about us? You know, if I would say you stop you in the middle of a, lush, of a person's... Not you, ladies. <laughs> there are, or not the ladies listening, but us means, you know, people who you think know better. You, tell you, you think we stop ourselves. Do you think God wants us? When you think there's a reward and punishment, you live differently. Again, everything in life is our own madriga, our own level. We have to know where we are. But this is the, 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 the love. When you talk about a muna and going through everything in life, it's knowing that what, there's a consequence to things. Right? You know, Bezat Hashem, you're going to get married soon, right? October what? Kashvan? 27. Okay. October 27. So when you're married, there's consequences. And yeah, he's a good guy. Don't worry. I, I highly recommend him. <laughs> but what happens if you're in, in, in marriage? Givaret, what's your first, what's your first name? Miriam. 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 What happens if the ball doesn't talk nice? Is there a shkarfon? No? Yeah. No dinner that night, no? <laughs> right? No, but there's reality. When you're married in life, there's a consequence. If you, don't, if you don't treat the person with respect and nice, you feel it right away, right? In any relationship like that, there's right, in any reality. So why do we believe in we do with Hashem? Because we don't feel right? And you need to know also, as we said, and ultimately, the way we treat our body spiritually, it's going to be the body we have for Tchiat HaMesim. And we live in Hashem's world. See, this idea is on every level of Amunah. It has different correlates. What you need to do is think about it on, on our struggles and in our areas, how it goes ahead. The goal, the she'ifa, the, the, the focus of all of ours at each our, our, in our level, actually, since it's your first time, let me just say one thing. You know, for those who have been at us this many times, working on ourselves, avoiding Hashem, serving Hashem, it's like lifting weights. You don't do it too much at once. You go little by little, and you get stronger and stronger. But the goal, the, when, you st- when you lift weights, when you have, you have a focus, you have a goal, right? The goal is, that, listen to what he says, the goal, the kavanah that whatever we're doing in serving Hashem and in living in this world, it should not just be emuna in theory, but emuna uh, or hashkaf. It should be emuna that we should feel it, right? That we, we believe what we're doing and we live it, right? That when we pray, we daven, we mitbalel, we're davening, and when we there's there's when we do chesed, we do chesed. It's everything. It should be real. It should, it should be b'chosh. Uh, right? You were going to discuss that a long time ago, b'chosh. Remember that? No. <laughs> Got to listen to the tape. Right? It should be palpable. Ha'ech nuchal ladas imesachenu. 
how do we know if we're being successful that we should have real amuna? So Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu, was called Rosh Hamaminim. He was the first per- person to believe in, in Hashem. Ach Micha, Micha Hanavi, how does he say, describe Avram? Titan Chesed Avraham. Yeah, you, you, sh- you gave Chesed. Avram, Avram is Rosh Hamuna. He's the first person to come. He is the first person to come to believe in Hashem. And what do we say? It's Chesed Avram. That Avraham was the Avia Chesed, there's whole parshas in Vayera talking about the Achasas Orchim, Marichas Pemaisa Chesed Shalom, which elaborates and talks at length about how much Chesed. The person Avraham, who's the Rosh Hamamin, the person who's the greatest person of Amuna. You know what it means to be Amuna? We call Avraham Rosh Maminim. Right? If me, little me, when I look at Las Vegas as poison, I would never go there. To Avram, it was, he would see the poison dripping on the streets. And if we, if, I, if little me, if I feel Shabbos, I feel holiness, to Avram Avinu, he would see Malachim dancing, you know, when he sings Shalom Aleichem, the Malachim were there. <laughs> Not just that he believed he, that when he said Shalom Aleichem, the Malachim were there. Right? To Avram Avinu, Amuno was palpable. He, when, he, when, he, when Hashem said, take Yitzchak, you know why he took Yitzchak like that? Because he heard God. It was in his face. He, his amuno that, that God was all good. And every, it was no, there's no, right? So you would think when Micha would describe Avram Avinu, what would he say? Titan amuna Avram. God gave amuna to Avram. What does it say? Titan chesed. He gave chesed. What does that mean? So he says as follows things. Rosh Ma'aminim is dafka rashi gomli chasadim. Vadish bazek kesher pnimi. There's a, a, an internal connection. The ends of mikra. It's not just happenstance. Mikra balma. Oimik ha'inyan uzeh. The omik. Somebody says an amazing thing. The omik ha'inyan is that when you have true emuna, it's kol midar. It's mevatelus kol midar ra'ah. There's if you really have emuna, that Torah is life. You really have emuna in in chesed. You really have a muna in kindness. You, really, you, you, don't, you don't see the best. It's my vatelis call me the ra. If you believe that, 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 that something's good and amazing, you don't, you don't, and something you can see how bad the bad midas are, you, there's, no, there's no midas ra. So Avram was connected to chesed. Listen to what the Mishnah says in, 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 in office. Call me shiyesh bo, gimel dvarim, whoever has three dvarim, from the students of Avram Avinu, I and Taiva, a good eye, Ruach Nemucha, a humble spirit, Venefesh Shafela, and a reserved soul. That's what it says in Avos. Rabbeinu Yaina Mevayer, Rabbeinu Yaina, the great uh, uh, Spanish sage of the, of the 13th century, explains as follows. Why these three things? Ayin Tova, good Ayruch, Nemucha, humble spirit, Venefesh Shafela, reserved soul. It's Kalula, in them, in these three character traits, is Kol Shlemesh Shibu'olim, all forms of perfection. Afsh Shlemesh Yeshchalakim, even though we talk about perfection, spiritual perfection, there's all kinds of myriads, he says, Alafim Vrevavos, thousands and myriads of different aspects in Akudas, Hakol Kalul Behem. Why is it in these three things is it called kolol? 
Every one of these realities come from true emunah, from having true faith in Hashem. If a person is truly humble, not when they when they're when Avram is a powerful king, right? Avram is, is defeating Nimrod. He's he's wealthy. He's married to Sarah, one of the most beautiful people to ever walk on this earth. And he's the humble. He's humble. I'm nothing. How is that? Because Avram sees Hashem. He he feels he feels he's in Hashem's world, right? It's the reason he'll have this. In, the reason he'll live his life the way he does is because he's with Hashem in every aspect, right? There is our courage. Baruch. It's like, what am I saying? Is that clear? Is this clear to everybody? Baror, mm-hmm. Klar? Mm-hmm. no Klaras. See, you're learning Yiddish. Baror, right? Mamish, come on, you're ready for Bnei Brak. That's it. You're set, right? So it's 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 when you live with a reality, with a with a Klarkai, with a with with a behirut. Of, of of a clarity, you, you of a moon, it, it, you you of course you're gonna live that way, of course you're gonna feel that way because you you feel you know Hashem in your life, um, and therefore often live this way. Ayin Teva is a midas histapkus. Um, that's how he quotes the Rambam. The, Ra- the Rambam, my mind, he says that Ayin Teva is midas histapkus. The Yisoide be'emunah manig. Which means you live with a life, you're never bothered by anything else. Whatever I get, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my hishtalots, my hishtalots. But what I get, Hashem, Hashem gives me exactly what I need. Right? That I have, I'm not going to be, you have a good eye because I know that I have, I got. I, and, and everyone gets what they're supposed to get. I'm not, there's no jealousy. You're not upset at life. You, you walk around, okay, we do our part. If you have, a bad situation, try to fix it. But after we've done our part, after we've done our ashtalas, we're, we're, we're happy. We're freilach. Because there's nothing I don't have that I'm supposed to have. I told this story a few years ago. I, was st- I think about this story sometimes. You know, so I stay, I, I said about, I said I'm here, I don't know how many hundreds of stories. Some stories stay in my mind. This is one that I think about often when I say, that Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, who's a very popular speaker, uh, anyone ever heard before? He's a popular speaker. Let's see, yes, okay. Torah uh, Minute. Torah? Uh, Torah Minute? Yes. Okay, so he's Torah Minute. So he's a popular speaker. So he had a flight. He was, speak, was supposed to speak, I believe it was in, that was not Calgary. I think it was like in Hamilton, one of, these, one of these Canadian cities. He had a flight from Newark to a city in Canada. And he had 300, 400 people were going to hear him speak that night. It was a community event, and he was going to go ahead, go ahead and speak. And he gets to the airport, and he has a flight, and the flight's delayed. An hour. Okay, an hour. He's waiting at the airport. And looks at the clock, flight's delayed another hour. Finally, the flight's delayed two hours more. So it's four hours now. Um... And he they, he calls up and it's now it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be almost nighttime when he gets there, and he calls up the person he speaks like I'm not sure if I'm able to make it or not, and the guy says please we have 400 people to call, hear you tonight, get on the plane do something like, you know and he's like and he was, he himself was all getting panicky, and and, and then it gets it gets delayed another hour now he's not gonna make it um, almost definitely, 
And he's walking around, he's pacing around the airport, and he's saying, I can't believe this is happening to me. I have 400 people waiting for me. I, you know, he had, a, he had an honorarium and this and this. And he's walking around, and he sees this Hasidic Jew. He sees this Hasidic Jew sitting there in the airport learning a Sefer. And so he said to him, you know, um, where are you going? So he says, I'm wherever Canadian cities, I'm going to that city. He says, are you in this flight? He said, yeah, I'm on this flight. He said, why are you going? He said, it's my first grandson's bris. And now I'm supposed to be Sandik. So, and it's that day. So Rabbi Jacobson said to him, you realize we're not going to get there by the end of the day. You're going to miss the bris. So the Jew says, it appears that way. So Rabbi Jacobson said, and why are you so calm? <laughs> why are you so calm? And he said, don't you know that Rebbe Chatzkel Mechuzmir? Rebbe Chatzkel was a great Hasidic Rebbe who lived a couple hundred years ago. Don't you know Rebbe Chatzkel Mechuzmir? So he said, Rebbe Chatzkel said, no. She says, we say it every morning. Hamechem Etzad Egaver. Rebbe Chatzkel Mechuzmir said that God gives us our steps. We know who we're supposed to meet. What happens to us? You know, we do our part, but after that, God gives it to us. And he said, if you go ahead, and you say, why is this happening to me? I can't believe in the upset. You said, bracha levatala. You said the bracha in the morning. So Mechatzko Kuzmer said, if you believe that Hamecha Mitzadik Gavra, God gives you all the interactions, if you're going to get all upset, it means you don't believe. It's a bracha levatala. I think about that sometimes when I'm saying the, the brachas in the morning after, after I said that story. Because it's, when you think about it, Avraham is a stopkis. He looked at the world Whatever is happening, I'm going to do my part, and the rest is from Hashem. That's a good, it means that's he's wearing, like I mentioned before, you put on glasses, you see the world. When you live with the world of HaKadosh Baruch, you don't get upset. It means you're not bitter in life, you're not, you're not depressed, you're not angry. Okay, I'm going to do my part, but after all is said and done, HaKadosh Baruch, you live, I'm going to tell you something. Nara Yisri Vigam Zakanti, I'm young and I've got older. I'm just getting to the gray area. Like, my kids are saying, you know, Dad, you had gray hair already. You know, like, I've never met happier people than some of the Godel I've met. They live a life of constant happiness. My, my, I kid you not. Why? It's not, they're natural. They live in a world where they have this viewpoint. It's that they're, they're, they see Hashem, and whatever it may be, they, they, they deal with it with, with, with simcha. Okay, we'll do our part. So an ayin teva means exactly, you live in a world of estopkis. It means we're, we're, we're happy what Hashem gives us because we know it's exactly what we need. Again, we have to do our part. If a person sits in the corner and doesn't have parnasa and doesn't, do, doesn't work, then that's on Hashem. That's you, <laughs> right? If we don't take care of our health, that's, that's us. But once we've done our part, if we go to the airport on time and the flight gets delayed, that's Hashem. We, you know, I, I'm just telling somebody who wants to get married now. Um, so, you know, a person's struggling. You know, I, t- I told today, mother called me up, not from San Jose, actually, from a different uh, part of California. It's just to me, she's called me a few times. Um, you know, she contacted me a few times. And it's so hard for her son. I said, to, I'm going to tell you a true story. I'll tell you my story. I dated for three years. Her son's dating for a few months. It's like, it's, she makes this like the, the end of the world's happening. Like, Mamash Kasha. She happens to be Israeli, this lady. Rabbi, Mamash Kasha. Her son's a serious boy. Uh, so I said to her, I want to tell you something. I, I dated for, for three years. I dated about 29 girls. And some of them were serious at some level. 
but I, I and, and some was like a little bit long. Uh, but I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing. I got married the first time, my first opportunity. And I got married because I was the first boy my wife dated. So and, and she's five years younger than me. I said, There's no way I could have got married earlier. I got and when I look at my life, I got married the first time. Now that's something I can see, right? But you don't know like. The, the, there's every person you live in the world everything that happens to a person's from Hashem that's an ayin toivah when you live with that emunah or you have a good eye you wear these kind of glasses toivah glasses with emunah ba Hashem um, you know shakash baruchu manig oisi gives me whatever I need any zoykek leman is basar vadam I don't need anyone's I'm not <coughs> gifts of course it means to do if you need somebody to ask them but it means if I don't get it, if, I, if somebody says no, you know, Mrs. K has a, a tough job. You know why I have a tough job? Anyone involved in mitzvahs, it, it very often doesn't get so many thank yous. And if it doesn't go well, you get the complaints. Right? No, no. Not you. You're a tzaddikis. But, uh, right? but you know what? You do, you, you, when you're, you, you, we do our part. We can't, you know, if they don't want to be involved, they don't give it, then that's probably, you know, we don't do our part. You don't get upset. You, you realize if you ask someone for a favor and they don't give it to you, you're not supposed to get it. No one's going to take away from what you're supposed to get. If you're supposed to get something, you will get it. You know why? Because no, no one's giving you anything and you're not giving anything. They're either a shliach from Hashem or not a shliach from Hashem. Right? They're either, they're either going to be a shliach or not a shliach of Hashem. I remember when I look back and I was a little bit younger and a lot stupider. Um, not really. I, I, I was... Uh, you know, if somebody asked me to do them a favor, uh, an older Jew that I, I, I knew very well, I was, actually learned with him at one point, he wanted me to stay for some minhag he had uh, afterwards. Uh, this is a Jew, by the way, who had, uh, through my wife I'm actually related to um, now, but who's a survivor. I remember him telling me his mother, his mother had covered him other bombing, he's still alive, he's alive, bombing in the Nazis and the Holocaust. And I learned with him, the Russo, at one point we were learning, I was a you know, I was learning with him. And so he asked me to stay, I think it was for a hollow after uh, on Pesach nights. So I said, you know, it was his minug. So I said, nah, it's not my minug. So, you know, it's, I said, it's not my minug. So, you know what he did? He didn't stop for a second. He went to the next person. Like, and I remember like, thinking back when I got older, like, I should have just stayed for him to help him out. What's the big dog could have helped him out? Even if I would have got 10 other people, why, you know, if I can help a Jew, to help a Jew, like, Hopefully, you know, I get a little older. I want, now my goal is to help anyone I can help if it's reasonable. But like then, I was, I don't know, 18 years old then. But when I, when I, when I look back at that, this person, it didn't bother him. It, like, it didn't, it didn't bother him one iota. He's with the next person. You know why? If it's not you, then you're not supposed to say, and if I don't get the million, I've done my part. Like, I'm going to do my part. You know what? I'll try to get my, but if it doesn't happen, I've done what I have you, yes or no? Yes, am I this is clear? You live. This is what it means to be an eye into it, to have a good eye. And a good eye, by the way, people think a good eye means a good eye to other people. It means a good eye. You see the world correctly. It means you have the right glasses in the in the world. You see you see the emiss of how the world's supposed to be. In a zaku klamat nesbaser, but you don't need you. Know, I don't feel if you don't help me. I'm gonna be stuck. No, it's not. If you don't have any stock, Hashem has many shluchim in the world. And if I don't get it, I'm not supposed to get it. You're never jealous of anything. You know why? Because the Talmud says, One kingship, 
one thing doesn't uh, doesn't affect another even uh, even uh, even a hair's breadth. Hariamunamavatelis. You know, just this means that that when you have a muna, you don't have kina, you don't have jealousy. The muna takes away the jealousy. The muna takes away kina. Oidzas ba'ayintoyva shuraitsa. When you have a good eye, you see the world correctly. You only want good for the other person. You know why? You're a goma chesekiyam makir isboro. You, you see Hashem's chesed all around. If you look at your life, I'm always getting what I'm supposed to. That yid, I'm positive. A Jew like that at the airport, who can sit there and learn calmly and say, I'm so they got his first grandson's bris. You know what? You know, that's an amazing thing. Mirza Hashem, by the way. Hopefully he'll make the flights, he'll get there. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? But... But you know what? A person who can do that, who can be, wants to do good, you know why? Because you see, if God's giving me everything good, right? If God's giving me everything good, you want to give good. It, it comes from Amuna. When you feel chesed, you want to give chesed. You want to share chesed. You see Hashem's chesed. You just want to give it, right? You want to, you want to, sh- you want, you want to share it. You can mocker as and when you live with Hashem, you connect also to his ways. And you see in the veld, you see in the world, you never see a person who's bitter, mar. Right? Mar. You know, they, do they want to do chesed, bitter people? Do they do chesed? No. Everything's bad. They don't share. They, they don't, they don't, they're so tight. I'm talking about even people who believe in God, or even religious Jews. They're tight. They don't, they're so, ich, you know, they're mitzams, and I'm seriously, no, it's a nebuch. They, there's no, it, it's not that they're, they're not bad people, by the way. They're, they're good people, right? They're, they're good, but they're so negative. That they, they don't have even, they don't, sometimes in their own words, they don't have the energy to give. That's the, that's the, that's the I don't have the, they're so focused on negativity, on being depressed or angry or upset. So it sucks the energy out of them, and they don't see the good in things. Mama sucks the energy out of them. <laughs> it's like, and then it's like a, a vicious cycle. It's a mamish, a vicious cycle. Actually, hey, my my doctor Idan. I always pick Jewish doctors. I always think that you know. So my doctor Idan. So it's, I see. He was talking about taking coffee. So I was talking about my, my habits, my physical habits. So um, I, you know, I talked about you know I drink coffee. So he also drinks coffee. So it's, you know, we're discussing our coffee for a little bit. Uh, so he said to me, I, he said, don't drink coffee after 3 o'clock in the day. I said, why? He said, a lot of people drink, if you drink coffee late in the day, even if you fall asleep, you won't, you'll, you won't sleep deeply. And he said, if you don't sleep deeply, you'll need more coffee the next day. And, and then you'll take coffee even later. He's like, there's a vicious cycle. It becomes like a cycle. You need more coffee. You don't sleep as well. You need more coffee. And you know what it is in life when you're negative? It's the same thing. If you're depressed, it's the same thing. You can't get out of there because you're constantly mitzamtam yourself. You're constantly breaking yourself down. Right? So you take away. You have good glasses. You see the world. I am telling you about a good world you want to give. You have strength to give. You see God's chesed and you give chesed. You, you, um, actually, Yehuda Wernishan told me he went to a certain city uh, on a date. On a date. And he said, he was, they set him up in a random house. I know the people who are in the house they set him up in. They, he said when he came to this house, they never met him in his whole life. 
And they're just, he's just coming there to meet a girl with nothing to do with them. Welcome, Yehuda. Like on the door, like when my, chavit, my daughter comes home from camp, I have welcome. Do you ever have a guest and you have welcome on the door? Some random stranger, I mean, I'm still talking some holy ladies over here. Welcome, Yehuda. For his, why, why are they that? This family, I know them. They are, they're Bali Chesed. They happen to be very involved in the Kirov. They're, they're, they're very positive people, right? So it, that comes, that comes with that. You're very positive. You're so happy to have Yehuda. We never met Yehuda before. <laughs> they never saw him before. You know, but they're excited to meet him. Why, why is that? It's because they have very good eyes. They're, this happens in exceptional, this happens in exceptional family, right? But you, they're coming with, with, with good eyes. When you have good eyes and you feel God in your life and you feel Kharaj Baruch Hu, and you live with that, you want to give goodness. You have, not only do you, do you want to give goodness, you have koichas, you have strength to give goodness. You build your own life with chesed. And anyone who comes around you, you want to do good to. Because you, you feel the positivity. You feel God's bracha in your life. You want to give bracha to other people in your life. You know, negative people, misery, misery loves company. They, don't, they want other people to be miserable around them. They can't. I'm not happy. I can be happy. I gotta get back to you tomorrow. Not these ladies. <laughs> um, don't think I forgot about you. We're not done with our Yiddish lessons. So. Uh, so you hear this? Amuna, Amuna, faith, it brings chesed. When you, when you feel a Baruch Hu, when you feel Hashem in your life, and you feel Hamechim Mitzad God, it's not just enough to believe in Hashem. I'm telling you right now, I know miserable Orthodox Jews. And they're good people. They're very good people. But they don't feel Hashem. Even Rabbi Wallach Jacobson, you know, he's a holy Jew. He's a Torah minute, I just heard, right? What he did, I would probably do. I'd be at the airport. I can't believe this. It's very easy not to... But there are people who magnify that. They walk around this life. They look depressed. I'm not told... I'm not talking to people. They're, they're like normal. They walk around looking. Like, I don't want to be like that. Like, not, why? Why? Because they they don't feel the God's chesed. They're always thinking. Ah. Are they not? There's a certain. Like I mentioned Noach Weinberg on Shabbos. If you ever saw him, woo! Sunshine, sunshine. You feel the or My parent, my my parent, my father, my mother, my two siblings, my youngest siblings. They went to Panama. For Shabbos, a long story why they were there. So my father told me, Bahashkacha, you know Rabbi Grossman from Megidolemek, Megidolor, Makir. Yeah, so he's very close to my family. Uh, so Rabbi Grossman, who was who was was there also, he he runs a very big institution in northern Israel called Megidolemek. Has thousands of students. He won the Prize Israel. He was you know he won the Israel Prize. Tzaddik. I'm telling you. I've met him many times. He's been my par- he's eaten in my parents' house. I've been with him. I, 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 you know, the man is or is a sunshine. He's a, he's a holy Jew. You feel it when you're with him, right? When you that is a person who who, who works very hard. I mean, he used to, he takes care of thousands of kids, you know. But you feel and he gives. It comes from a place of feeling Hashem in your life, you know. You know they call him the disco rabbi. At one point, years ago, he used to go into the discos uh, and bring people. But you feel—I'm I'm telling you—I've been around him. Like you feel the ore. 
you feel the, the shamash of, of Torah mitzvah. It comes from... Uh, so this means you have to have a moon up. The more I, I recommended to a few ladies at different points to be living a moon. I know Mrs. Klein now is a, an, a big advocate of it. But I said, if you have a moonah, you will have different classes. You will see the world differently. You will live differently. You'll handle adversity different, differently. Right? You'll handle troubles differently. You'll handle ch- challenges differently. Number two is ruach namucha, humble spirit. Also, how it comes to your life is you're in front of Hashem and you think to yourself in a healthy fashion in a, in a healthy fashion you know in the world of self-esteem today if they build people up but there's a, there's a level of feeling like a little boy in a, in a great world that's the healthy way like, wow yeah like there's a Kaddish Baruch in the world like you know I'm in awe like you know Person feels not income, you don't feel any, you know, you appreciate all the gifts. Right? You, but there's no place of, 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 you know what gaiva is? Someone define gaiva for me. Arrogance. What is arrogance? What is, what is arrogance? Feeling full of yourself. What does that mean? Thinking that everything is about you. It's all about the person. It's all good answers, but the way the Torah defines gaiva is forgetting about Hashem. It means you take Hashem out of the picture. If it's you and you recognize Hashem, at some level you're not full of gaiva. You may be a little bit uh, of a show-off, but but real gaiva, gaiva really means is forgetting Hashem. You think that you're smart. No, no, who, who gave you your IQ? You think that you're pretty, or good looking, you know, or or uh, or strong. You know what? It, it, you're, you're, did you do anything for your DNA, for your looks, for your your intelligence? God gave you that. God it means you. Every everything you have is a gift. You know. Imagine the following things. This is a ladies' class. Um, it's funny, by the way. The men's classes I'm giving. I have dozens of women telling me they listen to this class. None of the men told me they listen to this class, but I don't think they do. I, th- I don't think they do. Uh, okay. So the, the the you know if somebody would go ahead and give you um, a their diamond brooch, the beautiful diamond brooch, would you walk around feeling better than other people? Huh? Oh, <laughs> it's like old English. Uh, their diamond necklace. Brooch. 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 Let's, let's say a diamond necklace. Stunning diamonds. Stunning diamonds. Would you feel better? It's not even yours. It's not yours. You, 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 you beg, you, you, you borrow someone's thing. Right? You know, you know, it's not even yours. Like you're fooling yourself if you think that. Right? It's not mine. You have it for the night. Right? If a person realizes, listen, I, the reason people feel superiority is they're delusional. What they have is but from the grace of Hashem. <laughs> you know, but for Hashem's gift, in, in, in one second it can go. You know, I mentioned yesterday, and a Nebuch, a 37-year-old guy, died in one second. Like, life comes and goes. There's nothing, there's no guarantees for anything in this world. Um, not from here, from in New York. We're, we had Dobbins from us. I'm going to go right now. I mean, the point is, we're all alone, right? We're, we're on loan. You know, you, we don't, we can't take credit for anything. Actually, next we're going to do Simcha. After Simcha, I'm going to do Hakpada. You know what Hakpada is, right? Being makbid, right? You know, I'm being being overly upset at people for things. We did many years ago when I did the sefer kas. I'm not doing anger because we did it. But after that, I'm going to do gaiva. 
about 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 what, what real arrogance is. But for for our purposes right now, if you feel if you believe in Hashem, there's no place for gaiva. Right? There's no place for feeling forgetting about Hashem. Uh, so you find that the greater the person is, the more Hashem gives them, the more they feel it's more of a gift, right? You know, imagine someone now gives you, if a, so you have to give you a bracelet and a dress and this, and you, when you see that person, how do you feel? Appreciative. Oh, that's the way you should feel. Do you feel arrogant to the person who gave it to you, right? Forgetting anyone else now, when you are around that person, you're wearing their dress, their shoes, their diamonds. So what you said is right, appreciative. When we feel Hashem gives us a gift, the more gifts we get, we should be more appreciative to Hashem, but we should also be more humble for Hashem. <laughs> How much do I owe God? <laughs> God gave me all this. This is all, this is all from Akarish Baruch Hu. So you see by Tzadikim, by Gedolim, the more they have, the more humble they get. The more uh, uh, um, the appreciation is when they direct it. Machtina Zatzamam, Avram Avinu Olav Hashem. Avram says in Pershav Ha'ira, Amar va'anoichi offer v'efer. I'm dust and ashes. Baruch Nemucha in a cause. And a person of, of, of whose dust, you don't get angry. You know, why do people get angry? Where does anger come from? This we discussed a few years ago. Where does anger come from? Expectations. You get upset at a person or upset at a thing. Why? How, how, how does this happen to me? Right? Where is anger? If you expect something, you get angry. But if, you, if, you, if you're a humble person, you don't get angry. Actually, the Ramban in his Egeret, he connects it explicitly. Um, again, it's not a topic, but you don't... It fixes your meat of kas. If you don't do it, as I said, that Jew, um, who I said no to, but I'm making a bigger deal than it was, I'm just looking how I thought at 18 and how I think today. Like, it didn't bother him. He's like, if it's not going to be you, right? You know, you're able to, and if you, or you'll communicate. You know, you just, you don't, you don't, there's a certain level when you have a Muna, you, you live in a world like, okay, this is, you, you deal with things. Umali calls us that, this is the Gemara, the Talmud says, anyone who can get angry, I feel a shechina in a chashuva connected. You know why? Because when you get angry, what does anger do? You forget God. When you have anger, it's all about you. <laughs> you see an angry person? They have no control. Why do they have no control? It's because they, in their own mind, there's nothing else that exists. There's nothing else that's important. And which means, if you can really get angry, like I just saw a video, a terrible video of road rage. Road rage. Actually, today, I saw someone like, you know, I didn't read the article, a news in some country, a, the waitress or waiter took too, too much time. You know what happened? Guy pulled out a gun and killed him. What? What? A guy murdered somebody, took someone out of this world. What? It's a fact. It's a fact. Don't get me started about the French. I didn't want to. I'm Paris. Of course. But I don't want to get on a side topic now. But what, no, seriously, how would how? And it could have been that the waiter was slow and inept. Okay, but you don't deserve to be. No, no, no. More than that. More than that. More. What? Right. All of this. How? What is? Where does this? Where does this come from? It comes from. Let me tell you something. When we're talking about Muna, 
Amunah means the following thing. It means that this person can't do anything to me that's not supposed to happen. That's one level. That's one level. Like the first level we just spoke about with the ayin tova means if I'm getting my dinner taking a half hour, then I wasn't supposed to get it right now. That's the first level of amuna. The second level of amuna is anava. You know what? Who am I? Am I the king of England? I need to get my, you know. Or are you feel like listen? It's kaparat avonot. I have to wait a little bit. When you have road rage, where does that come from? The biggest gaiva and the lack of belief in Hashem. When you, when you, you know, I, I, honestly, if I go back to my dating, I've said this before, when I was dating a girl, um, now you have a kala, and, you know, you know the, the end of the day, I would say to myself, okay, this is girl's not for me after two minutes. I'm serious, it happened a few times, I dated a girl, I was like, okay, I'm going to have three hours with her, and there's no way this is happening. So you know what I did? The same thing I do every day of my life at this point. I learned this then. I tried to learn everything I could about that person and to gain from them. And I try and do the same thing to every person I meet today also. Looking like, uh, if I knew right away, it wasn't meant to be. It's, uh, I, there's, time, there's times I dated, there's times I knew right away it was not going to be. So, but what did I, I'm seriously, I, I try, I didn't, I'm, three hours of my night, $50, I could have been learning with my Kavrusa, I had a different date, I should have listened to, no, I didn't do that. I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to, this is a, and somebody, this girl could have, by the way, some of the girls that were for me were much better than me. It's another question that just wasn't for me. <laughs> you know what? So I'm going to learn from this tzaddikis. She'll teach me something. And you know what? I had lunch today with a professor at Izzy's because Pars is closed. Uh, well, he met me. A very, very prominent professor from the Bay Area. Intermarried, completely off. Um, and I, I, remember, I meet with him for several reasons. But you know what? I, he has a, a lot of wisdom in, in certain areas. In certain areas, he's a complete, unfortunately, ignorant about like important things in life, most important things in life. He's a nice man, didn't grow up with any religion. But you know what? If I meet with him, I'm going to not only learn about, he happens to be a very big professor of history, um, which was one of the reasons we're meeting. <laughs> um, but I'm going to also learn, he, he had certain, he's a mensch in many ways. A lot of things I can learn from such a person. And, you know, you, you learn vicariously, you know, but if, so if I, if I have to wait, okay, I'm not perfect, but the goal is, is even if you can't see the hashkacha, to be humble enough and say, you know what, maybe I have to have this experience, I need to meet this person, or maybe it's kaparatav or not. Like, I had a roommate, this guy was at Sadiq of a Jew, really, he's a, he gives shir today, he's a magad shir somewhere. I'll never forget this, it was in the Mir Yeshiva, now you know everyone in Mir Yeshiva, you know the Mir Yeshiva? Yishalayim. Achik et alav alam, right? You know, see? Right? I was learning the Mir Yishalayim. Me'il. No, no, Mir. 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 Shkonat Beit Yisrael, Yishalayim. Shmon Alephim. You look it up tonight. Look it up. Not on the internet. You look it up in the encyclopedia. 8,000 students, right? You look at Mir. Shivat Mir. How do you not know Yishalat Mir? You know Yishalayim? Now you do. I don't care in Yishalayim. Lama Lola. Lava Kerv? <laughs> Next time, you know, you know the mirror. Okay. So I was in the mirror, Shiva. I was my roommate. I walk inside. It's the craziest story I ever saw. I walk in my room. And I'm looking at my, Actually, I was in my room. My roommate walks in. And I'm looking at him. I can't believe it. His jacket's on fire. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all, he's, I said, you, your jacket's on fire. He takes off his jacket and he puts it down. And he knocks it out, and there's like a hole in his jacket. Um, what happened? He was sitting outside, there was someone smoking. 
and the ash and the ashes went on his jacket. It caused a fire in the jacket. Now I'm telling you, this guy, I was I was there when this happened. He was like, he's not a rich family, simple family, you know. Baruch Hashem, commonly, you know. In that case, spoke to the guy about paying him back, but not not an, an iota. You know, you know, and you know what? How he's able to do that? Because I was his roommate. Because my roommate, I saw one time he bumped his head on the stairs. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Oh, you know, one time something else happened. Baruch Hashem. He lived, If you do that every day, when you live with Emuna, when you when it's real Emuna, it wasn't. It wasn't just the varm. It was chushes. It was chushit. It was palpable. If you could do that every day, and I saw him, I was. So I'm at night in the morning. It's my roommate. Right? Then you can, when that fire went on his back, he had his jacket. He did nothing, and it burned a hole in his jacket. I don't think he had maybe one more jacket. You know, uh, you, know? you can deal with the conflict because it was, it was living with also a humility. You know what? I make mistakes. Other people make mistakes. It's a crazy thing. You know, we're so intolerant of other people's mistakes, but our mistakes, we're very of a good eye. You know? Why? It's a, you know, there's a certain level of, of humbleness. Malikos is so called, and therefore, if you, have, but you really lose your anger, there's no Hashem. How does no Hashem? How in the world get so angry? It means you're not living with a, with, with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And if you're, and if you're, you're not going to look after being an honor seeker because you realize, like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do things if you're the right person to do the job. It means you're not looking for the honor. You know it's everything's Hashem's. If you're in Hashem's world, if you're going to be, if you're wearing somebody else's necklace and skirt and shoes and, and you even borrow her perfume and makeup and she's there, do you want to go on stage and take the, the award or should the person who gave you everything take the award? Who should get the award? <laughs> you look great. Thank her, right? You know, thank, uh, in this case, thank Hashem. It's not you. Now again, you may be the person to do it because you're the shliach. But you're not looking for your sake. If anything, you're looking for Hashem. You, part of your gratefulness is that you want to give back and to be able to do great things. Sometimes honor comes, uh, comes with it. And lastly, nefesh shafala, In a taiva shalatispo, a person who has a reserved soul means um, you're not looking for taiva, which means... You, that's the whole topic. He actually has a section called taiva, which we will get to. Hamur which means you're looking with for things that are real. You know what taiva really is? What's taiva? Translate taiva. Desire. What does desire mean? What's taiva? What's desire? Things you don't, which are not, which are not for you. It's no, it's imagination. It's imagination. It's dimyoin. It's you know where do we? Where's the first time we see truth? What's real and dimyoin? Where's the first time we see that? Where do we see the difference between taiva and dimyon? And what, what's good? Adam and Chava, right? In the beginning of time. Here you have Adam and Chava in Gan Eden. The best of best. Spitz. You know what Spitz is? Spitz? Zegamke, Maxim. Achva, right? Amazing. Gavaldic. You don't get better. But what happens? All of a sudden there's a taiva. There's dimyon. If I had this, this is what I need. I mean, all of advertising, by the way, is to create time value. It gives you an imagine. If I just had this, right? So when you're of a nefesh shafala, you're not looking for what's dimion. You're looking for emes. You're looking for what connects you to Hashem. 
You have a Muna, you want to do what's right. Do you understand the difference? By the way, you're not, you're not caught up in Shtuyot. Right? And again, Dimun is very powerful. If all Dimun Chav are considered in Gan Eden, that's a, that's a good proof that you can get easily caught up in Dimun and not Emet, and not reality. Um, that's not what going to focus. Amunachushas, it gives you to, to focus on spirituality, on Ruchnius, on, on things that are real, things that are eternal, things that are forever. And you know what really is true? To connect to Hashem. But in Mokum Belibo, you don't. Keep, what, what do I in the world do I need this time for? This is not real. This is this this I get for five minutes. By the way, Taiva in the right areas, of course, is amazing, right? It, it's but in the wrong areas, it's pure dimioid. It's fo- phony and fake. Um, and he says, if you have nefesh fail and you live with emuna, that what's real is important, which is you, you're able to wear the glasses. And see Emes, because you have real Amuna. So this is not Las Vegas, and all that shtos is not attractive, right? If you're, if, if, and if you're a higher level, you know, you know, things which will take you away from your from Ruchnius, you have a, you, you, get, you win a free vacation in the mail. Tickets come free, airline, you've won, it's not, you know, by the way, most of the things in the mail are fake. But this is real. You verify it. it's free, 100%. You have won tickets to Maui, Hawaii. Look at the dates. Free airlines, free hotel. Look at the dates. It's Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. And three days before, after going to Sarah Semit And they're going to pay for your hotel. They're going to pay for your everything. And so like, oh, Maui, yeah, there's, a, there's a Chabad three miles. I'll walk there one meal and I'll get there. And you think to yourself, oh, wow, this is amazing. Now, I'm just giving you an easy case because none of you would be have that tie bar. Because what do you get Rosh Hashanah and Maui? Like, who would ever think about that? I don't care if free or not. But you know what? In life, I know 100% that even people in this room, because I deal with everyone in have that taiva. And I do as well. You know why? It looks great. It's, you know, I'll, I'll miss davening or I'll miss Monday night class. How could, what kind of taiva is that? Right? Or I'll miss, I'll, I'll do something because it's free, because it's easy, because I like it. You know, you know, it's, you know, uh, it, we do things, if we had really had a moonal, we wouldn't do it, right? It, going back to diabetes, you ever see a person who is like sick and they eat food they're not supposed to eat or they're on, trying to watch their weights? What? All the time, right? You know, what, why would you do that? Because you, you, all you see is the chocolate or the cake or the fish, whatever you like, whatever it may be. You know, you, or the whiskey or the booze, whatever it is. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many people I knew damaged their whole lives by marijuana. I can't even tell you how damaging these morons are, you know. But you, what do they see? They see dimyoin. They see sheker. But if you have a moonal, eh, you're not interested in that. I don't care if I want a trip to Hawaii. I don't care if I can go to someone's house and get out of something, I want truth. Like, the more Amun a person has, the more the Mokshav has. Therefore, Gaiva, arrogance, Kas, anger, Kina, Taiva, in, in Valyeshkan, a person who has Amun, what do they have? Gemilas Chasadim. They're wanting to give, they have Aiva, Ahava, they have love of others, love of themselves. That comes from true Amunah. Hein Amunah Chushis, and therefore, he says, what we've been learning the past 10 weeks, the more amuna we have, you should know, it's not just our, our intellect. 
it's not just our, 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 our moach, every aspect of our midos, every aspect of, of our character is uplifted as well. The more we really live with the muno, the more in ken zoe bechina. You want to know if you're really a maimon? You know if you're really a maimon? It's not whether you marry a Mexican and you come here from Kippur. That's, no, it's whether you're a chesed. You want a person who really is a muna, you'll, they'll be tzafridin, they'll be sameach in this world. You want a person who's really a muna, when they're given a choice between sheker and taiva and dimyun and truth and ruchnes and spirituality, they'll pick that. You want a person who really has a muna in this world, if they're, if they're in a situation they can get angry, they're at the airport or upset, whether at Hashem or the world or at life, they're calm. Because Hashem gives us everything. That's to ourselves to teach us how our Amuna is doing. If we do that, if we work on it, and I'll just, you know, I'll plug it to review the shares we've given, uh, then the more it will impact every aspect of our life. Next week, we'll start with a, with a very happy topic, with Simcha. Okay, have a good night. Thank you.